I pick, I pull out, pull out a cigarette and be like, "You'll never leave me, old friend." <laughs> you'll never be one um, constant. If you look statistically, my, you'll yeah, leave it, the friend. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna say, James? <laughs> yeah, I, I've been like, uh, I've been like trying to quit off and on, and I was like. Yeah. I guess I was Sig Rejector for a while. And then if you look at my um, Twitter handles, it kind of tells a little story. It's just like Cigarette Liker and Sig, Sig mm-hmm. Rejector. So it's like I'm quitting. And then mm-hmm. Mixed Signals, which is like, oh, I'm I'm kind of ambivalent about it. And then just Cigarette Liker again. Like, oh, <laughs> fuck it. I'm going, I'm going back to going, go, getting back on my bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I, I've quit, you know, a few times. <laughs> yeah. It always comes back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on that note let's read the love dare <laughs> okay after after james and i get a bit sad about addiction uh, i mean i'm uh, i'm vibing oh hell yeah there we go i'm yeah, yeah i'm not sad that's just rapture's you, coming buddy i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be here for lung cancer are you kidding me god's gonna raise the dead the rapture's <laughs> coming dude we're going up to heaven dude hell yeah, yeah. i'm really banking on this <laughs> one I'm really banking once, on once, once, yeah. right now. <laughs> once Obama finally does his Antichrist plan, uh, we're, <laughs> we're going up, catching the next train up to Cloudberg. Cloud Cloudberg. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, listeners to the show know that uh, you know Jared and I have been going through a rough patch for the duration um, of this show. For the entire Almost. show, so. So we're working our way through the evangelical marriage advice book, The Love Dare, and we are on day 20, uh, Love is Jesus Christ, uh, which begins with Romans 5, 6. While we were still helpless, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. Today's dare. Dare to take God at his word. Dare to trust Jesus Christ for salvation. Dare to pray, Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner, but you have shown your love for me by dying to forgive my sins, and you have proven your power to save me from death by your resurrection. Lord, change my heart and save me by your grace. That That's the dare. So I'm not um, quite sure what the action item here is. I don't think there is I mean, sounds good one. to me. Yeah, I mean, like, I Hell guess yeah. be be a Christian. Th- this mm-hmm. is what's funny is all the uh... love dare, all the love dares, like religious ones, like the dares <clears throat> that are Christian ones are actually like, like they're they're fine sentiments, but they're not dares. <laughs> right? <laughs> they just are like you know what you know what today uh, uh, dare to believe in Jesus. <laughs> You know Which, what? No. <laughs> call call some call some questions into the fireproof movie because he doesn't realize till the end of the like love dare that that this the Kirk Cameron doesn't realize that this oh this whole dare I've been doing has been a Christian thing, but now that we're doing it, I'm like, how did you get this far? <laughs> <laughs> I've been accidentally believing in Jesus this whole time, (laughs) and I never realized. I thought this was a different Jesus. (laughs) This is not what you want. It's actually pronounced Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, that's right. Jesus. True. True. Got him Uh, there. Let's go ahead and introduce the show. Uh, Welcome. For for all of you listening, this is Very Legal, Very Cool. Welcome to Very Legal, Very Cool, uh, an episode about uh, playing m- metal for Jesus. And Jared's a good co-host. Because of this. And 
right now we're fading out and the music is playing because I have music playlists. Like... But uh, the episode coming up, um, just take a moment, be with yourself, uh, relax. You're, this is okay. This is good. This is where you want to be. You're happy. And you're ready to you're ready to give it give it your all, give it your best as we enter this podcast session here today. And I'd like you all to to join hands with me and we'll take a moment of silence just to breathe in and ask the Lord for the strength. What do I breathe out? The will and the breathe in, keep breathing in. And the ability, um, the ability and grace today to create a, a good episode, something that our listeners will be edified with and something that will build up those around us, those that we love and shut the fuck up and, um, and just take a moment and, and just lift yourself up in gratefulness for, you know, the day that we've been given and the opportunity that you have to share love and share God's message through uh, through Very Legal, Very Cool, through the podcast today. Uh, and Josiah, if you could just take a deep breath in <laughs> and introduce the show again, because the first one kind of sucked. Welcome to Very Legal, Very Cool. <laughs> Welcome to Very Legal, Very Cool, uh, an episode about uh, moshing to Zao for Jesus. Is that okay? We'll take it. We'll take it. It's All a, right. You're getting better. Uh, well, the show, uh, let's say, uh, you know what? Music's already played, I think. Uh, <laughs> well, we are joined today with, uh, with James or uh, uh, at cigarette underscore liker, uh, who's been a, a long time uh listener slash uh mutual of mine so that's cool hello james hello what's up not much uh, now james would would you consider yourself sorry go ahead go ahead go ahead <laughs> would, you, would you consider yourself for a second here james take a minute and consider yourself <laughs> all right um that's all i had oh okay no further yeah, questions I, yeah, I, I consider myself quite a lot, quite a lot, actually. I'm doing it right now. Wow. Me too. Uh, what are mm-hmm. you guys drinking today? How about let's do that, and then we can ask you some questions. Uh, I am drinking uh, um, a sparkling Clementine Izzy. <laughs> mm-hmm. James, what are you drinking? I am. Uh, I'm drinking a uh, Coca-Cola Zero, oh, which cool. is. Um, it's supposed to just be like, oh, hey, it tastes like a regular Coca Cola, but it's zero sugar. But it doesn't it doesn't taste like anything really. It's it's really weird soda. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> Here's uh, my thing. Um, What's your thing? Regular soda. Go for the calories. Embrace the calories. Treat yourself. You deserve Treat yourself. It. With Treat yourself calories. multiple times a day. That's right. With calories. This episode is sponsored by Coca Cola. <laughs> Uh, I'm drinking water today. Just water. Yeah, that's what I thought. La dee da. La dee. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Waterman. Mr. Too good for day drinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Says us who also aren't day drinking. Yes. <laughs> but in a cool way. Because we've got calories. That's right. Yeah. <clears throat> calories uh, and electrolytes. Yeah. Jared, Jared, do you want to ask James uh, some questions? I'm, you want to do that? 
I was going to well, say, I'm not day drinking because I'm fucking straight edge, bro. Ever listen to Minor right. Threat? Hell bro? Yeah, ever, yo, ever, ever listen to Earth Crisis, bro? Hell yeah. Yo. You smoke cigarettes. <laughs> that doesn't, well, that doesn't count. Except for that I feel, one. I feel like it should. I feel like it really should. That, In fact, that that's, <clears throat> more I, than I, others, I think I, that I, one should count. I, I'm, stra- I'm straight edge aside from cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I go edge every week. <laughs> Usually Saturday no. or Sunday morning around noon. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Jared, do you want to do you want to ask James some questions here? Do you want to? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, James, it is Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, so sports. <laughs> Mm-hmm. how do you feel about it? sports um, man sports um um i've watched um i've watched a sport before which I've one watched, i watched a game um uh football that's a, that's a good one american yeah, or i was, the at, rest of I was the world? at a um the real kind the real <laughs> that kind doesn't of football. help <laughs> not, not the fake not the fake um european shit Oh, the okay, real, cool. Like the American good. kind, you know? The, okay, like the yeah. US of a. The good American, good, wholesome the good, American the football. Good, wholesome yeah. American yeah, pastime. J- James is a bald eagle right now, actually. Just yes. saying that, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, no, I've never been I've never been uh, much of a sports guy. Um, yeah, but I was either. rooting for the Buffalo Bills just because I thought it was oh, funny. Oh, me too. Bills Mafia. <laughs> Go Bills. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I, a good funny thing like that is the only thing to get me into things. It's like it's like GameStop got me into stocks, you know, just something yeah. like that. And then I'm like, oh, I'll care now. Yeah, yeah. There's um, there was a joke by um Joe Para about like the Buffalo Bills being mm. the best team in the league because they always lose, and it makes you remember <laughs> what's really important in life, which is family. You know, taking care of your family and stuff. So. <laughs> After I heard that bit, I was like, you know what? The Buffalo Bills, that's the team for me. That's right. You know? Yeah, but <clears throat> what if your family's just a bunch of losers? That's, oh, that's well. you know, something to consider. <sighs> well. Uh, J- James, would you uh, would you consider yourself an ex-vangelical? <laughs> um, I think that term has some, like, connotations I'm not really comfortable with. I guess I'm yeah. like an ex Exvangelical, um, where it was like that, like whole like exvangelical thing for a while, and then I'm like kind of irony poisoned myself into becoming like a bit of a I don't want to say fundy, but a bit of like a more evangelical type, more classic classical theist type. Yeah, 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 like it was like I don't know. Um, I mean, I guess I guess in like the loosest term, like I'm not really I don't really consider myself evangelical anymore, but like. I don't really harbor any kind of um, like animosity towards anybody or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, I guess no. I guess that's the answer to your question. Okay, no with an asterisk. No with an asterisk. There like, believe it or not, when I when I when I post about God and stuff, I actually do believe it. Like, I'm not always arguing. <laughs> oh man, it's like, not a bit. <laughs> it's not a bit. Like, this I, changes I, thought, everything. I actually am pretty religious. But I, I don't know. I thought everyone on Christian Twitter was faking it. I didn't. <laughs> uh, the only one faking it is. Um, but aside from that, <laughs> he's he's I'm everyone's gonna edit, favorite. I'm gonna edit that out. <laughs> oh no! Don't no, dude. He's like he's like he's like everybody's favorite like punching bag on, on like Christian Twitter, and I'm like, 
dude, just just like just block him, dude. Just ignore him. I don't understand yeah. why you have to like give yourself I'm... brain damage from pissing yourself off looking I, at I, some I guy. Am, I am gonna edit this out. Just bleep his name, bro. Yeah, yeah. There we go. That would be kind of funny. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, question, Jared. Do you want to ask him? Uh, yeah. Do you? Uh, how do you cope with the fact that you're a bigot for believing in God? <laughs> um. <laughs> How do I cope with that bigot? Um, hmm, that seems I, I, I'm starting to think that question's not being asked in good faith. Hmm. <laughs> what would give uh, you that uh, idea? And are you accusing us of something? Um, we're we're the uh, we're the like vegan journalist from God's Not Dead right now, who's like, <laughs> how do you believe in God still? Go. Yeah, yeah. I actually, I, I, I um. I don't know. I'm trying to be more um, sensitive about um, like posting like edgy shit. Oh, uh, yeah, so you're so you're one of those woke liberals, huh? Yeah, <laughs> that's the two genders: is woke liberal, and then there's um, uh, whatever the other one is. <laughs> it doesn't even matter at that point. A like asshole, I guess. <laughs> asshole. Yeah, there's asshole. There's asshole, and then there's like different kind of asshole who's annoying, but like in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, so James, how do you call yourself a Christian but also listen to metal? Um, and also the bigot thing. Oh. <laughs> well, the bigot thing is just, it's funny. I just do it because it's a bit, you know? Naturally, okay. <laughs> Naturally, you know? <laughs> but uh, the metal thing, um, it's cool. It sounds good, and it makes me feel good when I listen to it. Simple as. Have, that's it. Just, have, has, fun. has it... Have you felt just, a growing urge to burn a church? Um, mm, uh, nah, not really. No, no, mm, no, like pagan rituals or anything. No, no. Uh, then, wh then what is the purpose of listening? That to shit's metal? corny as hell, dude. It is corny. I, that I. I'm kind of amazed we're doing an episode on Christian metal first and not having done an episode on mayhem and like the Norwegian black metal like movement. Cause that's a whole, yeah. that's mm. a very VLVC type story. True. true. Oh, and <laughs> black metal is the best metal. So no, that's no, not true. It, yeah. is, it is true. I mean, yeah, I just feel like, black metal I just feel like talking about like, <clears throat> I just feel like talking about the edgelord, like Satanism stuff. It just kind of giving them what they want because it's like, I don't know. It's just corny as hell, and these guys are like trying to like trigger, like the fundies or whatever, trigger yeah, religious yeah. people. And it's like, you guys are just lame as hell, dude. Like I did a post, like I I did a post about that a while ago, and like a bunch of like, I got oh, like Satanists yeah. in my menchies and shit. <laughs> and, <laughs> and um, it's just like yeah, it's just like a bunch of guys and like goatees and like fucking bald heads <laughs> listening to him and like thinking that. Uh. Like reading the Fountainhead makes them like an interesting person. That's what I was gonna say. Shit. Like one of, one of the only <laughs> Satanists I ever knew was like uh, a guy who did stand up, and he just would do this like cringe thing at the end of every stand up where he'd say "Hail Satan," uh, and then he was also really into Robert Nozick. He's <laughs> a very weird libertarian guy. It was not good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. It is weird how like into libertarianism they are. Yeah. Yeah, it adds up, I think. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, I do think it's pretty funny, though. You, you're calling um, like black metal corny. Like, you know, you know, like like Satanist metal is cheesy when we're about to come on here and talk about Demon Hunter. 
and, <laughs> and we're like, no, nah, but that's I mean, shit. <laughs> counterpoint, yeah. though, the cheesiness is part of the fun. That's yeah. Fair. I think that the the majority, you know, the majority of black metal artists are not actually worshiping Satan, but they're having fun. And that's what Satanism is all about. It's about having fun (laughs) and having a good time with your friends. Maybe the real Satanism was the friends we made along the way. (laughs) Exactly. Well, yeah, I think metal is like inherently silly. Like, I think the thing about metal nerds yeah. is that, like, they don't mm-hmm. realize how, like, silly the genre of music they picked is. Oh, it's so over like, the top. Yeah. And I think that's kind of one of the things that, like, I like about it is that yeah. sort of, like, um, I guess theatricalness of it. Like, the... Yeah. Oh, man. Like, the Viking metal bands, where they they dress up as big old Vikings and they sing songs about pillaging villages. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. They're in on the joke, right? Like... Mm-hmm. There, there's yeah, something theatrical yeah. and fun about it, and that's what they like about it. It's like pirate metal. These people yeah, don't yeah. think they're actually pirates. You know, the guy yeah. plays a fucking guitar for God's sake. So, <laughs> <laughs> Alestorm, Alestorm is the band. But uh, Joe, no, I like black the... metal. Oh no, no, never mind. No, I'm, I'm just gonna, Ignore I'm gonna, me. I'm gonna defend, uh, defend black metal to the, to the death here. All right. But all right. Uh, yeah, uh, did you go to audio feed? Audio what? Do you get an audio feed? Audio the, feed? Yeah, yeah, the the show the uh, the music festival that uh, Christian music quote unquote festival. replaced uh, Cornerstone. Oh no! Actually, it's funny. I've actually not uh not not heard of that. Um, no. I've heard of Cornerstone though. I've never got a chance to go to that. But um, yeah, where is, I where almost is went to Cornerstone. Uh, it's in yeah. Champaign Urbana. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's a Midwest thing, so that might be part of this. <laughs> Yeah, but it was the organizers from Cornerstone started that's Audio crazy. Feed oh, and that's ran tight. that after Audi- after Cornerstone quit. And I've been yeah, there a I, few times. That I was really my, my to intro go. to Christian metal. Do you yeah. know why Cornerstone folded? Money, why? right? You know? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. Didn't like Cornerstone have its like um start in like the Jesus movement? Like it was yeah, like, so it, it started did. like hippies and shit. That's another thing I was thinking about when I was perusing the Christian metal Wikipedia page for this episode is it oh, is you that did your research. <laughs> I very, very quickly skimmed it. But uh, Jared, Jared, we got to do a Jesus movement episode because oh, no we're circling it, but haven't gotten there <laughs> now. Like, yeah, yeah, no, I'm in. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, well, kill, fuck, marry or friend zone. We've added a fourth option so mm-hmm. that we can do a. Uh, under oath, as they lay dying, Norma Jean or Demon Hunter. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Um, I would say, okay, so friend zone, Demon Hunter, because I never really, yeah, uh, I really had, I don't really care much for their music, honestly. I never did um, But you have and... to keep in mind, they gave us Father John Misty. That's true. <laughs> I should know. You know what? I think I probably came to this podcast woefully unprepared. Who is Father John Misty? <laughs> he's a, he's like an indie alternative artist, but it's like but John he, Tillman, okay. Jonathan Tillman. Uh, but he, but he uh, was a drummer for Demon Hunter for a while and then oh, okay. had a radically different career uh, <laughs> after that. <laughs> no, he's, he's like the Bon Iver, Iron and Wine um, kind of artists. Yeah, he went on mm-hmm. to like Very chill. Uh, do a bunch of a bunch of contributions to like 
albums from like Beyonce and Post Malone and shit. It's kind of kind of a weird direction he took. Yeah, well, he's he's a hundred percent like mainstream sort of, you know, pop indie artist. Yeah. yeah. Now, but but he early on in the early two thousands, I think that he was the drummer for Demon Hunter. That's crazy. Oh, looks like what was it? He was on Conan. Late Damn. night. I'm looking on. I'm looking online. Yeah, wouldn't surprise. Huh. I mean, he's he's oh, pretty shit. big. He toured Great with Dave Bazan. He toured with David he really? Bazan. That's awesome. I would love I to go to that, that show. Yeah. That would, that would be an amazing if, show. What if it was uh, Dave Burzum? <laughs> what if instead of Fuck. Dave Bazan, it was Dave Burzum? There we I go. Never he burned down churches. I hadn't considered he, that. <laughs> and he stabbed the guy. Honestly, I'd still listen. <laughs> okay, so so we're we're friend zoning uh, Demon so, Hunter. Yes. Um, kill as they lay dying, because otherwise they'll kill me first. Um, probably. <laughs> Only if you marry him. I'll, if like right, so if I choose marry for for um, as they lay dying, I would probably get killed. So I'm gonna preemptively right, but you kill can them. Still for, fuck like, them, and you know they're a freak. Yeah. Uh, um. Uh, let's see. I would f word. Um. Mister. Uh. Mister. Um. Mister Under Oath. Oh, because yeah. uh, he's hot. Uh, yeah. he's a, he's a, he's a Spencer Spencer. Yep. Yeah. Of course. A, yeah. Yeah. He's a pretty boy. Um, and then I would, uh, what's the last one? Mary, uh, Norma Jean, Norma Jean. Uh, yeah. easy. Boom. Yeah. That's, that's good. Not e- no contest, dude. I, I think that's probably the, the right answer for that. Yeah. It's the objectively correct answer. I, th- I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, with, we like maybe... to set these up in such a way that there is an objectively correct answer. <laughs> yes, if you get it wrong, we'll tell you. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, last but not least, uh, so as an uh, <coughs> as as you are an as I lay dying fan, do you intend to mute murder your future spouse? Um, do I? No, I, I actually think I'm probably going to be an incel forever, so I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> Boom. Hey, Problem I mean, solved. The incel lifestyle chooses you, so. <laughs> yes. That's, that's kind of part By of it. By definition. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I guess it wouldn't, would that be, would that be Volcel? I'm yeah, if you, if you choose it. Yeah, if you're Volsel. choosing. Yeah. Well, no, it's not like Volcel. That's just it, celibacy. We don't Volsel. need a new no, word for that. <laughs> <laughs> that's just what cel- that's just celibacy we don't, we don't need to invent new terms for this what if okay but like what if you want to make it like cool like a part of your personality then? there's no way that any of this is cool <laughs> celibacy is cool <laughs> yeah man. sex is cringe as hell dude man, the, the chad virgin the, I, and the virgin <laughs> sex <yeah>. hammer <laughs> the virgin <laughs> <laughs> yeah Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is a no sex. But so uh, no what you're allowed. saying though, if if you're on the incel side, you'll murder regardless. It just won't be a future spart- spouse. Well, of course. Well, I mean, I would never murder anybody. I'm a nice boy. I'm a good sweet mm. boy. Yeah, Jesus is a good boy. I'm a sweetie boy. Sweetie pie. <laughs> that's Dude. fair. That's fair. You're the one that posts about the good night kisses, right? Yeah, that's that's him. <laughs> okay, that's all I know you. I could, that's all I know about you. He he it's, also it's a good night smooch guy. It's good night smooch. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He Thank also in, introduced uh, he introduced uh, the shitty Christian guys to us. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Which is that yeah, was good. Did. That was very good. Yeah. Well, I know you from oh. that and just the big old good night smooches you ask for all the time. <laughs> yeah. 
It's like it, people think it's weird, but it's not. It's just like it's smooch that you give to like you know friend. You know, like it's, you it's a not a it's head. not gay. It's it's just a no. like, nice platonic right. smooch. Well, if it was, yeah, I, I mean, mean, there's I minimal tongue. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't care if it was gay, but I mean, it's not gay though. Like you right. just want to pull. <laughs> to be clear, we and... don't care whether or not it would be gay, but for clarity, it's yes. not. Right. But so we don't care. Up, you you tuck me in, you read mm -hmm. me a story, and yep. you just give me a, a big wet smooch right on my forehead. Okay. I want that every night. That's what I expect from you. That's what being okay. a friend is. If, if you subscribe to my Twitter account, I expect you to give me a big, wet, goodnight smooch right on my forehead every single night. And if I don't get that, James gets cranky, you know. It's going to look bad for you. Oh, my God. So, so James. Um, yes. James, you have 870 followers. How do you get time for that? <laughs> How do I get time? Yeah. I've been, I've and, been like, and do you have to get out of bed so that each follower can come in and tuck you in between, between each? Yeah. Um, so I, I actually just don't really get any sleep every and like at all because yeah. all night it's just like, you know, getting out of bed, having me for like, okay, hello, you know, nice to meet you. What's your Twitter handle? Twitter mm -hmm. handle. Oh, okay. Uh, tuck me in. Okay. Here, here's the story. You read this to me. You give me a good night smooch. You get the hell out of here. And then, mm -hmm. you know, the next person comes in. Yeah, I can see where that would get exhausting. Yeah. Uh, have you taken any steps to get fewer followers to help uh, help stop this? Or, or are you okay I, with it? You know, I, I do my best, but yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> hopefully, we, I, it, hopefully we can help. Hopefully we can help. Yeah. I think yeah. being on this show is a big step in that direction. <laughs> yes. Yeah, people um, lose followers after that. Yeah, we we famously <laughs> ruin brands. Yeah, I um, I've been like stuck at like I guess I just broke out of eight fifty. I was stuck at eight fifty for quite a while, and then mm -hmm. uh, I recently got up to eight seventy because um, I guess I did some good posts. I don't know. Uh, I feel like all my posts are bad, but people seem I, to keep giving me those likes and retweets. I, I remember like a couple days ago, uh, James messaging me and being like, Hey, r remember when I used to have less followers than you? <laughs> That's funny. Cause now yeah. he has more than you. I, uh, he's mean. <laughs> that does make yeah. him an objectively better person to be clear. <laughs> That's true. He's worth more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how many, how many Twitter follow followers does Elon Musk have? He he's, you know, I and think he's that's, an important that's person. Proof of that. He's yeah. an important yeah. person. He's doing. He's a good work. and important person. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's gonna be king of Mars eventually. Which would be cool. Well, uh, well, what if, uh, what if right now, um, it starts playing some metal and fading out, and then we come back and we get the Does that sound good? Yeah. Okay. All right. So right now there's some music. It's happening, but I keep not. Can you can you give me a second to get a bottle, bottle of water? Yeah, that's this is no. the perfect time. But, uh, yeah, I think this is the break. Yeah. Uh, 
Is Jared there? I think Jared's yep. Okay. <clears throat> One thing I like about your podcast, one thing I like about your podcast is how there's no like discernible theme or like premise. <laughs> yeah, like, thanks. Because I was listening it's, to. It's more I of think... a brand than a than a. <laughs> oh man, because um, I remember listening to what was it? Um, what was the first episode? It was like you guys did an episode on like moon landing conspiracies. And then you did like an episode on like baseball, and then you did an episode on Mr. Hands. Uh-huh. <laughs> just like, what the fuck is going? On? What is this? What the fuck is going on here? Yeah, we haven't. I think, I think the Neopets one was very good. That was a very interesting yeah, episode. That's, that was super interesting. But yeah, so so uh, we're we're here to here to talk about Christian metal. I feel I I was laughing about the idea of like recording an episode on Christian metal and just having it be like an hour of me going like, "Hey, do you guys remember this band?" And you guys going, "No, I, I never, never listened to that." And me just going, "Dude, they're sick." And then just doing that over and over again for like an hour and a half. That's basically like, what's about to happen. You take that, bro, like you... that recording right there, and just dub in different brand name band names, and then just let that be the rest of the episode. And we can call it quits right now. You're to you're to Zayo no. They were good. <laughs> yeah, they were good. Uh, yeah. It's funny because, like, I actually don't know because when um, Josiah, you asked me to be on the pod a while ago, and I was, like, just trying to think of, like, what could I talk about for an hour? Like, I right. think the only thing I was, like, Christian metal. <laughs> so it's like, okay. But the thing is, though, that I didn't, like, do a lot of research. So for me, it's just like, oh, I'm just going to come in with these, like, Half remembered anecdotes mm-hmm. that are probably wrong, that's, and then hopefully that's actually most better. That'll be a show. Do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We rely yeah, on what speak from nobody, the heart. Yeah. Nobody yeah. back checks us, so you just uh-huh. say things honestly. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Did you ever um? Did you guys ever listen to uh, the Devil Wears Prada? Yeah, yeah. I, I've seen them live actually. Yeah, oh, cool. fun story. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, what's a fun story? I met a guy at audio feed and we were, we were friends for a while, did audio feed a couple times. Um, but he had a big old, uh, devil's wears Parada chess piece. And oh, wow. mm, yeah, it was actually super cool, but, um, we were friends until, uh, until I went over, hung out with them and we, uh, <clears throat> we went drinking and the night ended with us, like, you know, everybody unconscious on the floor in a trailer park. And I was just there like, <laughs> is this really the direction I want to take my life? Um, and I never spoke to him again. <laughs> <laughs> so in a sense, Devil Wears product gave you like a big like revelation, like mm-hmm. kind of puts you yeah. on the trajectory you're on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Really instilled a hatred of poor people. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, no. <laughs> oh lord oh my gosh oh, no. <laughs> i was thinking today about like devil Wars prada and how like they they named their band after that uh the book who i can't remember i can't remember what the name of the lady who wrote the book was but it was named mm-hmm. after a book and like they looked at the title of the book and they're like oh wow this is like an anti-materialism thing like the devil he's bad he wears Prada, so Prada's bad, and it's like it's very obvious they didn't actually read the book because that's not what the book's about. But they're just like, this sounds cool. <laughs> I just to love the do that, where it's like it does sound cool. It does. It's like, so. yeah, it's like as they're like dying, and they're like, 
Who's William Faulkner? I don't. Yeah, this just it just sounds cool. <laughs> uh, did they legit never yeah. read that book? Who? The as I lay dying. Did they never read I, that? I don't think. I don't think so. <laughs> That's probably pretty funny. Well, to be fair, you know, very legal, very cool. We've never read the art of the deal. That's true. That's true. You should read that instead of Love Dare. Yeah, dude, that'd be fun. Read a chapter that... of the art of the deal. If we... If we get through the love dare, then the next thing we could do is, yeah, just like uh, read passages from the art of the deal. Yeah, I think that sounds good. I mean, that's essentially like the Bible. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that's... No. Well, you know what? Uh, well, the other James. book Jesus wrote. Yeah, for sure. James, mm-hmm. uh, assuming that a bunch of people listening don't know what christian well they haven't listened to christian metal because i assume Mm -hmm. i assume if you put those two words together you can figure out what it is already what's your like your elevator pitch of of christian metal i suppose um well see you know metal right like (laughs) Mm -hmm. the music you know like heavy music you know the Mm -hmm. fast it's low now imagine it's made by people who love the lord there we go i just don't understand how that works i mean metal is inherently evil well, no, because it's just music, buddy. It's just like, you but know. it's worldly music, oh. and it Agreed, comes disagree. from it comes from a, a tradition of evil. Well, How do you reconcile? Well, that? well, you're you're reclaiming. You're like you're reclaiming it, or I guess you're claiming it because it belonged to the devil, and you're like, no, it's mine now. And you just take it. It's it's oh, actually that's... if you think about it, it's actually like pretty cool because you're actually giving the devil a middle finger. You're like, hey, fuck you, I, t- I stole your music. <laughs> And then that's, that's but, but now that's, it seems like you've put yourself in a position where you're where you're appropriating the devil's you know the devil's yeah. art. Oh my god, am I doing cultural appropriation? <laughs> Christian metal is cultural appropriation. It's culturally appropriating the devil. Oh no. Oh no. Well cancel. You're canceled. James is canceled. <sighs> Damn it. I don't know. Yeah, I guess let's let's do our kind of like uh, what's our experience with Christian metal? Like, uh, Jared, do you have any experience with it? So I met this guy who listened to a lot of devil. Jesus Christ. Rock. Aside from that, do you, do you, you listen <laughs> don't to it understand. Much? I only have one story. <laughs> OK, um, all right. That counts as your story. <laughs> no, but uh, I I got into Christian metal back in high school and it actually I'll say I never really got into Christian metal. I got into metal in high school, specifically black mm-hmm. metal, more specifically Viking metal. Um, <laughs> and I got into from there into like, I don't know, because I had this one friend in in high school and he's still my friend. Kind of. We don't talk much. Uh, but Nolan, you know, him, Josiah. Mm-hmm. He is in a Christian metal band. Uh, as, uh, a hill to die upon, which is very good. Um, he's a he's an extremely talented guitar player, and he got me into metal uh, with uh, Turisas and some other Viking metal, and then from there got into to other death metal like uh, Winter Sun, and um, I'm blanking on all of the all of the band names, Equilibrium stuff like that. Mm, yeah. Um, and then. You know, metal was cool, so I went to audio feed a couple times and listened to some Christian metal, which was all right. And I was a Christian at the time, so I figured, you know what? This is probably good for my soul. So I listened to some Christian metal, but I could never really get into it. Like, I never liked Under Oath much. Um, I never really listened to As I Lay Dying or the other two or 
there was like one song by Demon Hunter that I liked. Um, and all of the the metal that I my favorite metal band that I listened to then was the the Woods of Ypres mm. that um the the singer was a, a devout atheist and <clears throat> the and died actually shortly after the album came out but that was very good and uh then I uh stopped doing the the church thing as much and never listened to more Christian metal and that's my story that's my testimony that's your that's your testimony <clears throat> mm-hmm uh i don't know i uh i i listen to i i would say i i'm more i was more into christian post-hardcore or hardcore than metal mm-hmm. specifically yeah so same. which which still like overlaps with this a bit but like you know uh under oath um norma jean for sure mm-hmm. um th- those are like the guys i but uh emory was the other really big one that i listened to like a lot in high oh, school yeah, dude. um yeah because i yeah i got into it because um I feel like there are only a handful of genres that uh, Christian music was actually participating in the broader musical scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In you know, like a lot of Christian mm-hmm. hard rock was just Christian hard rock, and most people who liked hard rock didn't listen to it. But like, you know, Under Oath is respected by people who listen to normal post hardcore. If that you know, not Christian mm-hmm. post hardcore. You know, they they're, they're yeah. actually you know, part of that. So yeah. I gravitated toward ska and hardcore of all things and like emo, because those were the genres that like I could listen to the Christian music, but it wasn't like shitty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. So I listened to a lot of that stuff and I, I still really like, um, uh, a lot of earlier under oath or I guess like, like, um, define the great line in that kind of era. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I still kind of like Emery, but, um, so I was like really into the in the bad Christian community yeah. like early on. So I like I knew the I, I was into that kind of stuff. And then in a sense that almost killed Emery for me after a while, because I just started to find them their online presence more and more annoying. So <laughs> I, I don't know. But um, Norma Jean and then like the Chariot oh, yeah. and and oh, yeah, the Chariot's still one of my favorite bands. So. <laughs> And Preach it, brother! Ooh, <laughs> dude, you're so Love fucking the good. chariot. I've seen '68 live twice, so yeah. I yeah. know. I never got into '68. I don't know what it was, mm. but I think the more like I think it's the more like straightforward like rock sound. Yeah, yeah. Is like I don't know, not my not my cup of tea. Yeah, I, I see that. I see that. Josh Godden's really cool though. He's a really yeah. He's, he's a really good he's vocalist. Really great. Yeah. yeah. What's your uh, What's your experience? All right. So let me take you back to 2000 <laughs> something, whatever. Um, there used to be this thing called uh, Christian bookstores. Yeah. Remember those? It's like an actual <laughs> store. Yeah. You go in, you'd see your, you, you'd have your VeggieTales tapes and you'd have your fucking Adventures in Odyssey cassette tapes or whatever. And in the back, there was always like a music section, you know, CDs and shit. And so, you know, I was a kid. I was like, oh, I'm going to get into music. I'm going to start, you know, see what this whole, this whole music thing's about. So I don't quite remember, like, the, the order of, like, what I got into first. I remember, like, one of the first records I bought was the uh, Summer of Darkness by Demon Hunter, which was an album that, like, was very different from everything else. It was, like, on the shelves at, like, the Christian bookstore or whatever. Like, it was, like, dark, had a skull on the cover, and I was like, well, that seems pretty cool. What's this? And, uh, you know, you listen to it and it's like, like all really heavy and like growling and shit. And it's like, oh, yeah, man, this yeah. is so cool. This, this is praising the Lord, but it also sounds edgy and cool. 
And, uh, you know, so I would get, I got into that and then got into like Project 86 and um, I got oh, like yeah. the, uh, oh, Solid yeah. State. No, no, it was um the Tooth and Nail sampler CD, which had like Under Oath on it. And I listened to that yep, and like yep. that was like, that blew my mind because it was like the first thing I ever heard that had like that like high pitched screaming vocals, but with like all of that like, like melodic, like singing um, choruses and stuff. And um, and then I got into like the Solid State records more specifically, like that sampler that had like the Chariot and like Norma Jean on it, and it was just like mm. I'd never like heard anything that like intense and like heavy, like um yeah like the like the Chariot especially because like I remember hating the Chariot when I first listened to it because I didn't get it. It was like in two thousand like four mm. when their first album was out, and like it has so much like noise and like feedback in it. Like they almost use like feedback as like another like instrument. Yeah, and, yeah. like. I, I just remember, like, I just didn't get it. And then I mm-hmm. looked online. I saw that Josh Goggin was, like, the vocalist. And I was like, oh, I like Norma Jean. I like him. So I was like, I made myself like it. I just, like, kept listening to him. Like, this is good. This is cool. I'm going to like this. And then uh, I had my brother <laughs> I had my brother give me the, um, I guess for my birthday, I, had, I got the Everything is Alive CD. Yeah. And, like, that shit was so wild. Like, because, um, like, I asked him for it. And he was like, yeah, have you ever listened to the chariot? Like he was like kind of taken aback. It's like, yeah, I don't think you're gonna like that. But I'm like, no, I'm gonna force myself. This is cool. I'm gonna force I'm gonna myself. Listen, to like and this. I'm gonna love it. Yeah, I'm gonna love it. Actually, like every the chariot album that came out, I always hated it the first time I listened to it. Yeah, but I'm just like, yeah. this is cool. I'm gonna love it. Which I think, and I'm gonna be cool you, because I love it. I gotta be cool. Yeah, but um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know because I think. It was mostly like the solid state record stuff, and then like there's also face down records, which like I think is a lot more like more hardcore driven. Yeah, yeah. You've listened to uh, face down record records bands. Uh, I'm trying to think of what bands were on that that label. Um, a, probably there's a band called um um shit. Uh, there was a band called A Plea for Purging. Uh, there's a band no. called uh, Jesus Wept. Um, there's no. another one called um. There's actually one really cool hardcore oh, band. Oh, uh, my epic. Uh, I, I listened to them a little bit mm-hmm. at one point. Okay, yeah, I remember yeah. them. Ever listened to um? Ever listen to a band called Bloodline Calligraphy? No, I did not. Oh, their singer. They had a. There was a girl who was a vocalist, and that was really cool to me. Like, oh, this is different. It's a yeah. lady <laughs> doing the vocals instead of a man. <laughs> what? Whoa. What? You guys um, remember Flyleaf? Dude, oh, yeah, I oh dude, <laughs> I remember listening to Flyleaf. Like, you go to the gym, and I would like they'd play Flyleaf over like the Spotify and like the mm-hmm. gym oh, yeah. music, and I'd be like, ah, oh, Flyleaf. And then I listen to like five minutes, and I'm like, actually, this shit slaps, dude. This yeah, is so they, good. They, oh, yeah, no question. Unironically, Flyleaf, critical yeah. support. Yeah, no, I, I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of some of this stuff still. I mean, like mm-hmm. for better or for worse. I mean, a lot of my musical taste was shaped by like under oath and uh, we haven't dropped as cities burn name yet oh, but dude. that's that's i've seen them live too that was really good oh, cool yeah like mm-hmm. but recent ish so they were kind of old <laughs> mm-hmm. didn't really want to be there you could tell but yeah. you know they were good yeah um yeah i don't know as cities burn their their first album was uh, actually produced by josh goggin i did not know yeah. that that's awesome yeah yeah i think he does vocals on like one of the songs um but he um yeah, that record is uh pretty tight. I, mm. I still like listen to it occasionally. Uh, yeah. "Son, I Loved You at Your Darkest." By yeah, Burn. that is such a great album. It's such a Wasn't good album. Yeah, "As Cities Burn," "Tooth and Nail." Yeah, they were "Tooth and Nail." They were both. 
Oh, were they? Oh, were they? The first, yeah, the first record came out on Solid State, and then I think they switched over to Tooth and Nail. No, the first two, which I think the second one, um, is it, what's it called? Come Now Sleep, I think yeah, is the name of the album. Yeah. yeah, that one's like really, I was kind of surprised it was on Solid State because it was really mellow. Yeah, but, that, was, yeah that, that was that was actually the album that got me into them. Uh, Empire, yeah, dude. that song, man, that's so, mm. so good. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think they went on, on a Tooth and Nail after that. Yeah. I. I think they put out something fairly recently that I heard that I didn't really like. I don't know. I kind of think I think they did like a reunion thing. Yeah, their most recent mm-hmm. thing they put out, I wasn't yeah. wasn't a huge fan of. That was that mm-hmm. was the tour for that album was what I saw them on. Yeah. Um, but it was cool seeing them play through like Empire and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So. You guys ever listen to Thousand Foot Crutch? <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah I was really dude. I love Thousand like, Middle Foot School. Crutch. Huge fan. Yeah. Huge gotta throw up like your rock fist man like that's oh, that's fucking metal yeah, freaking <laughs> metal <laughs> you guys ever yeah. listen to skillet oh my god skillet I, I was heard good a, stuff i haven't heard a lot of skillet to be honest Bro, um, did you hear I, their song like monster that... yes yeah I, I, I heard that yeah. good stuff man good stuff like that's that's metal oh yeah. my god <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. Um, I think we'll okay. Here, here's a direction to go because you mentioned this is like something to talk about, and I think is interesting. Is like all these bands kind of a lot of them went on to like lose their faith, mm-hmm. uh, and I that's super interesting. And that was something I kind of watched as I was into like the bad Christian Emery stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I guess what what was going on there. Yeah, it's weird that when you build a career out of making satanic music, you, you know, lose your faith. <laughs> funny how that works, isn't it? Yeah, it is funny <laughs> how that works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what else is crazy? The percentage of those that lost their faith that actually went on to become Satanists. Like, if you how, do the math. How many, how many of them? It's a how shocking many? amount. Most what's, of them. What's, it, what's the percentage? It's like 86%. Wait, 86? what? Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Wait like get involved with satanic groups or stuff like that. Like, uh, or even just like mildly involved in the occult. Wait, where, where, where are you getting all this? I, <laughs> I think that's a, is that a chick tract? That's literally yeah, the, just the like premise of a chick, chick tract. I mean, it's what happens, right? Like literally, you... there's, there's literally a chick tract about a bunch of guys who like start playing in a Christian rock band and they eventually get into Satanism because rock yeah. music uh, corrupts people. Eventually minds. leads you that direction. Yes. Well, yeah, it's like drugs, right? So if you if you smoke a little reefer, give it a couple of weeks, and you're you know you're strung out on heroin. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's a you know rock music is a gateway to to metal, which is pretty much the you know an open door to uh, to Satanism. Yeah. And yeah. hey, you know, uh, my, that, the hey, statistics um, back that up. Hey, um, my dad just called. Can I? Um, yeah. Can, we can I? Pause. Yeah. Uh, he he can t- you you can ha- you can put him on speaker. You oh can join. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Um, I'm going uh, to come right back, okay? Okay, sounds good. Okay. Uh, Very Legal, Very Cool is sponsored by the the Church of Satan, the Satanic Church of Satan. Um, <clears throat> we here at Very Legal, Very Cool are big proponents of their work and very, very avid supporters of the the good things that they're doing and the cause that they support, which is, of course, worship of the Dark Lord himself, uh, Satan. And here at Very Legal, Very Cool, we proudly and happily accept money 
from this organization in order to further their dark agenda. Um, and you know, it's, it's organizations like this and dark agendas like those that keep this show going and allow us to create the content and brainwashing material that, um, our, our Lord and savior demands. And so if, if you'd like to support the show and, uh, by extension support uh, the church of Satan and all of his, you know, dark machinations, um, you can follow us on Patreon. You can support us. You can give some money and <clears throat> we will take that money and use it to further the satanic agenda. Um, the Church of Satan. It's cool. How's your dad doing? Oh, he's good. Nice. Yep. <clears throat> um, so I, I think I kind of... Um, what were uh, what were you what were you talking about, uh, Josiah? You were saying something about like people losing uh, faith, right? Jos- Josiah stepped out for a second, but yes, uh, I think he ran to the bathroom. But yeah, talking about why um, why a lot of these musicians not only lose their faith but then go on to join the Satanic Temple. Oh, um, so who specifically are do you have in mind who who joined the sat- <laughs> Satanic Temple? Most of them. Most, Most of, of them. them? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need to hear some names. Uh, Jeff. Jeff. Was one. Jeff. Um, the band, the the demon band. They were one. Um, the whole the whole demon band. Yeah. Um, Devil Wears Parada. I assume, statistically, at least eighty six percent of most bands really, um, did join the the Satanic Temple. The trick is most of them have brands and not on their chests that uh that show their allegiance. So if you you know if you look up any of them shirtless, uh, odds are good. Yeah, yeah. It's like um, it's like a psyop by like the church. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. it's to get like kids who like you know don't you don't know any better. They're like, oh, this Christian thing, it seems right. pretty cool, and it's like, aha. <clears throat> You do not know right, if you're well, actually taking part in worship it's likely, of the devil. Exactly. It's likely, too, that most of the, the currently practicing Christian metal bands are also uh, part of the Church of Satan and doing his dark deeds um, under the guise of Christianity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So if you just Google, um, you know, hot shirtless Christian metal, hot for, you know, Satan and the devil in hell. Um, but yeah, yeah, hot shirtless Christian metal. You'll see um, a lot of images of uh, of satanic, uh, you know, worship. But you have to turn safe safe search off because otherwise, you know, it blocks the occult stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I I don't think I'm allowed to turn off safe search, so I don't think mm. um, I think that's against the rules. Well, you'll just have to take my word on it. Take my okay. word for it then. Yeah. Either Josiah is having the piss of his life, or I think, and not to be rude, I think Josiah might be taking a shit. Oh. Shitting and farting? Shitting and farting and coming and pooping. Shitting and farting on his doo-doo ass? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
out his pee hole. I'm back. How'd did it you go? have a good? Uh, did you have a good pee and poop? I did have mm-hmm. a good poop. Thank pee, you. Pee and poo poo. I had a great pee pee poo poo. Poo poo pee pee. Yeah, it was it was a good time. See, I told you he pooped out his pee hole. I think the whole podcast should be just us saying pee pee poo poo. Oh my god! Talking about poo pooing and pee peeing. Uh, Classic you know, Josiah pee pee poo poo Sutton. Yeah. So uh, so did so, you do a number two? I I did. Did you just do a little poopy out of your butt? Did you poop out of your butt, Josiah? Yeah, Josiah. Josiah, did you poop out of your butt? Is this is this what you intend to do for the entire podcast? <laughs> James, I think that Josiah just used his butt. Oh my god. <laughs> Gross. That's fucking disgusting, dude. Imagine that's awful, dude. Imagine oh using god. your butt. Good lord. Yeah, yeah for sure, guys. <laughs> he did a poo-poo out of mm-hmm. his butt. <laughs> This yeah. is this feels like when I would get bullied, but but in like my homeschool upbringing, where they'd be <laughs> bullying me for something that's pretty normal, and that's that's what this feels yeah. like. <laughs> the irony is that you know I was there doing the same thing too. I know. Yeah. I know. Some things never kind of, change. The funniest kind of bullying is the kind that you do when you're like you're too young to know swear words, mm-hmm. so you just oh, talk about yeah. pee pee poo poo. Yeah. That's the that's best one. type. That's the good times. Mm-hmm. Now, I had a lot of these like friends who are homeschooled who were just deeply anti-dating for whatever reason, which was obviously mm-hmm. like their own insecurities regarding mm-hmm. you know putting you know being known and all that good stuff. More likely, but, their parents' insecurities projected on them. Yeah, it, exactly. You know. <laughs> and so, whenever I was like, I would. Hey, this this person, I'm attracted to them, and and I wish that I could date them. They would be like, "Man, that is crazy and dumb. That is fucked up. <laughs> it's so like, royally fucked up." A good of good amount of years of my childhood, I felt like the outcast for wanting to date girls, <laughs> which is <laughs> pretty. Josiah and a girl sitting in a tree. K I S S I N G. First comes love, then comes marriage, then comes Josiah with a baby carriage. Uh, right. Well, you do that in elementary school. This was like this was like high school. <laughs> like, this wasn't Dude. like a kid thing. This was like I'm yeah. 15. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Being homeschooled was weird. Yeah. I was actually homeschooled yeah. until like fifth grade. Oh really? I'm so sorry. Yeah, that's more things we we relate on. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah dude, we're like the then same person, to... you and yeah, me. Basically. <laughs> uh, yeah, homeschooling was a weird time. So, so. let's keep this train rolling. So, um, why'd all those bands lose their faith? And join the Satanic Temple. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Um. I, I don't know. I, I think because if you look at like the older like um, like like the first gen of like those like like the um, Christian metal and hardcore bands or like the like Christian extreme music, I guess like those bands were like a lot more like um, like evangelistic and they're like like very much more like openly um, openly Christian, a lot more openly like explicitly Christian or whatever. And then mm-hmm. it seems like after after time, like a lot of those bands, like when you um. 
once it's like Christian metal started becoming a thing where like it got more like mainstream, you see a lot of bands like being a little bit more coy about their faith. Like a lot of them are like, well, we're not really a Christian band. We're more like Christians in a band or like our band has like Christian mm-hmm. themes, but like we're not really a Christian right, band or whatever. Right. And I don't know if it's like a thing where like you don't want to alienate your fans or you don't want to like alienate people or you want to keep the record sales going. But like you also, I don't know if that, because I think like a lot of these people are like, a lot of Christian metal is like within this world of like evangelicalism. Mm-hmm. Like I think that the Christian metal scene, you can't really divorce that from like evangelical Christianity. Mm-hmm. And right. so well, I, think I think there's, like, well, I think cause I mean, there are like people who are in, like, there are people who are in metal bands who are like Catholic or whatever, but there are like other, you know, denominations, but they're less, I think it's less of like Christian bands. That makes sense. Like, I think yeah. they're more able right. to like say, <clears throat> oh, I'm creating art because you know for art's own sake whereas like i think like a lot of christian metal bands or whatever like they're evangelical and they're like we're going out here for the for the purpose of like doing an altar call every show we're gonna get save souls we're gonna convert people right and i think a lot of times like you go out and like you play with like a lot of um other bands like you play like tours with like secular bands whatever and i think you rub rub against people and like a lot of stuff you're told about like uh, you know, these people are bad or these people are evil or whatever. Like, it doesn't really, like, really work. Like, you're like, oh, this doesn't really mm-hmm. reflect what I've been taught. Mm-hmm. Like, what else have I been taught that's not, like, right or whatever? Yeah. And also, yeah. like, like I think, because I think evangelical music, like, I think the evangelical approach to, like, making art is much more, like, didactic than other um, mm-hmm. Christian denominations. It's always, it's always kind of made for the purpose of, like, spreading some message. It's not, it's never, like, made for the purpose of, like, making art for like art's own sake or whatever. Right. I I think that there's Um, a large part of this where there, there, you know, like there is a Christian music industrial complex, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, that doesn't necessarily exist in other denominations. Like there's not a a Catholic music or a, a, a a Catholic mainstream styled music industrial Mm -hmm. complex. Uh, Have you heard of U2? Isn't aren't they Anglican? But I thought Bono Bono's uh, Bono's Catholic. They're Irish. Right, they're, they're not Protestant. No, Bono's Anglican, but, isn't he? No, he's more he's importantly, their their label no, is no, not no. Uh, enforcing it. But with the the Christian music <laughs> stuff, there's there's a tremendous amount of pressure to be a Christian band if you're going to be a Christian band, right? So you've you've got to yeah. tour the churches. You have to present a certain image. You have to live and write a certain way. There's no there's a limit to creative expression. Um, and when you, mm-hmm. when you step away from that, then you're not so much bound by the rules of Christianity. Cause you know, even, you know, if, if you're in any, any position of authority in the, um, in the evangelical church, you certainly can't be one of the people questioning or anything mm-hmm. like that. And musicians by nature are going to be the people who will, who will question first and probably, tend towards the left side of the political spectrum and be yeah. more on the fringes than others. And so I think that there's, there's certainly a response over time to that kind of pressure from the industry itself. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. And the Satanism thing. And also the Satanism <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's also like, I think there's like also a kind of um, a lot of pressure to behave or like, present yourself in a certain way when you're mm-hmm. like up on stage in like a Christian band, as opposed to yeah. like anybody else, you know? So it's like, when it comes to things like, um, 
you know, comes like things like drinking or like comes to things like cursing mm-hmm. or whatever. Like even like I remember um, people like like Christian music artists getting in trouble with like the, the for just like saying like fuck or whatever is yeah. weird. You yeah. know, it's like like when um, I don't know. It's it's like, it's like a thing where I think you, when you have all that pressure to like perform a certain like certain way, it's kind of hard to like maintain that without like kind of going off the deep end, I think. Right. 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 <clears throat> well, I mean, you gotta, gotta think of who the audience is, right? Yeah. It's a, uh, it's a lot of Christian moms. Yeah. It's well, it's, it's Christian moms too. And then for like the metal stuff, the, the audience is it's Christian kids, but it's specifically like, um, I remember the Emory guys talking a lot about this. Um, it's designed to be, Oh, we're we're the alternative to what your kid mm-hmm. could be doing right here. So right. you know, we're we'll pay you a lot of, people. yeah, we'll pay mm-hmm. you know, we'll pay these guys a bunch of money. They'll fly in, you know, get pay for a nice hotel for them, and then they can play at the church. And then now I know that like my kid is going to the metal show, but he's not going to be doing any of those drugs mm-hmm. or whatever and having any <laughs> sex. Mm-hmm. And I I think that's yeah I think it's necessarily a pretty tense. Uh, uh, tense position to be in. I feel like because you 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 get a pretty massive you you get way more money being a Christian musician than you do uh, being a secular musician um, mm-hmm. because you know churches pay well um, for that you know environment. Uh, I don't know if that's true as much true anymore, but in the in the era that we're talking about anyway, that was true for a while. Well, it was a um, niche, right? Because you could be way bigger because you're playing yeah. to a smaller market. Yeah. 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 yeah, I think um, I think that that's the leading drive behind it because it's not like, you know, mainstream music musicians at that same level they still made money, but there's a lot more of them who didn't. Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of what I mean. Yeah, like even a, a small Christian band could probably do a little bit better because they can play churches mm-hmm. and they can play, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. And then that the, you know at some point your paycheck is is relying on this faith. And yeah. when you feel forced into a faith, I don't think you, I think you necessarily mm-hmm. start to have issues with it. Cause I mean, like yeah. I would say I've become a more devout Christian as I've come back to it on my own terms. Um, yeah. When I was, Yo, when yeah, I was yeah, feeling forced into it by my environment, I, I always mm-hmm. questioned it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I vibe with that. That, that, I think that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. <clears throat> hmm. Uh, kinda... So, like, uh, Christian metalcore, it used to be, uh, like, uh, more evangelicalistic, uh, but now it's more introspective. How come? Um, I think kind of for the reasons we just talked about. Yeah. Wait, are you just reading off my things on this? <laughs> yeah, that's what my, my ironically badly worded. Um, <laughs> um, Why come metalcore do that? Yeah. Introspective, more, more. Well, I mean, I think it's, I think it's, the thing where, like, um, yeah, I don't know, because I think, uh, uh, yeah, I, I got nothing. I got nothing. Sorry, I, I'm gonna cut I this. Think, be, be good. No, I, I think, I buddy, think you maybe... asked the question. <laughs> yeah, but I think the, I think you the wrote question this. Was, I think, I think the question was kind of covered in like the first the first question because like Mm. i think they became i think it became less more less evangelical evangelistic um at the same time that like it kind of became like a bigger Mm. like genre and like the mainstream or whatever and i think people like i don't know i think it's like you want to be able to get your uh, cd sold at best buy 
and also yeah, sure. get like sold at like Christian bookstores or whatever. So it, you, you write about right. faith, but more from like an inwards perspective rather than trying to like convert people yeah. or whatever. They need right. to they need to hit that happy uh, yeah. target middle ground. Yeah, yeah and I think yeah. like a lot of a lot of the bands were like kids who were, like met and like you know you, you meet these guys in like youth group when you're 16 right. and like you you're like start, let's start a band you know tell people about Jesus and then mm-hmm. like yeah. over time it's like oh well, this doesn't really work like no one really is interested in what we're trying to tell them or whatever and right. then you get older you like you <laughs> experience more in life and you're like well there's more to life than just like learning about this one thing i mean it's important but i mean yeah. it's, it's you well, also and especially have, like, if they got big while they were young right if they're in their early yeah. 20s yeah. still well okay. um, yeah. they got it, big and then so as someone in their mid-20s i can now look back and judge people in their well, early 20s no i i feel like i can maybe maybe think about this a little bit though because okay this is just kind of flooding back i've mentioned that i played on like in a punk band for a while in in like get it. high school, you were in a band. No, but the thing I think I think I never really have mentioned specifically on the show is, I, I wouldn't say we were necessarily a Christian band, but we were definitely three Christians in a band. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like looking back, we did a lot of those evangelical things, like pray before a show and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm imagining if we had taken off. Um, mm-hmm. And knowing the other two guys and the trajectories their lives had gone on, mm-hmm. but then also the weight of the evangelical upbringing I had, where I would be like, well, oh my God, we have this audience. Like I, I have to evangelize because like, the, mm-hmm. you know, I've been, I've been, you know, God has given me this opportunity while, right. while um, I'm, I'm the only Christian remaining of the three. <laughs> you even, know, even, though even you lapsed, right? Like you. Oh no, I lapsed hard. Where yeah. you weren't a Christian, mm-hmm. and that was closer to this band than now. And yeah. think, I, I think that you'd be in a di- very different spot now if, uh, yeah. if that had been the way that things had gone. Yeah, yeah, no. So I, I don't know. I'm kind of thinking it now from I hadn't really thought of it in that internal way until now. I, yeah, that would have been bad um, if we'd yeah. taken off. I mean, yeah, I mean. Well, because because yeah, the the other guy pivoted pretty hard, and then the other then one of the one of the guys who we might actually end up on the show is now a really far left but atheistic far left guy. Um, but I, yeah, I don't know. That would have been uh, that would have been definitely not good because I would have felt the need no. to uh, yeah need to evangelize, and, and but I wouldn't have wanted to, and eventually I would have gotten contemptuous of that. Um, well, and I mean between the three of you, the band would have probably imploded pretty hard oh yeah well yeah because a lot of my my faith and like losing faith for a while was um holding on to this thing while everybody else around me was also losing it and kind Mm -hmm. of being like no fuck you i'm holding on to this but yeah being more and more uncomfortable with it i i don't know especially evangelical stuff um yeah i don't know uh because you know i can only make so many um, exceptions where it's like, oh, well, I'm evangelical, but I'm cool with swearing or drinking or whatever before right. it's like, uh, then I'm not the thing that I was raised with anymore. Right. Like that's, it's kind of gone. Um, right. Well, I'm I, evangelical. Yeah. I'm just, you know, so, so on the whole Jesus thing. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I want you to hear about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. Faith, man. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, the I media think... said what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think, like, yeah, because if you look at it from, like, their perspective, I mean, I, I really couldn't imagine, like, playing, you know, songs that I wrote, like, you know, 12, 15 years ago that, like, you know, Uh-oh. it's something I don't really believe in, but it's, like, I still have to, like, you know, play the songs as, like, that's what the people want to hear. You know, it's, like, you know, play your old stuff. And it's, like, well, I don't really vibe with that anymore, you know? And it's, like, yeah. I don't uh-huh. know. It's got to gotta take a toll on you after a while, you know? Yeah. So. Uh, well, uh, okay. What? I, well, okay, fine. If we want to carry on to the fall from grace kind of thing that happened with a lot of evangelical bands, I think mm-hmm. the elephant in the room that we should probably address is as I lay dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I don't know, James. Do you but, have any? But did they lose their that? faith? Yeah, they did. Oh, yeah, they put out a sucks. whole album about it. Oh, nice. Like in um, twenty. Okay, so I can't remember the time. I think it was twenty twelve. The album, um. What's it called? Awakened came out. Mm. You have nice. computer in front of you. If you look it up, I think it's I'm called Awakened. Came mm. out in 2012, and like that was their whole like that was Tim's whole like, uh, we're not Christian anymore album or like I guess it was like for him like him talking about like losing faith or whatever, mm. or whatever. And like that was a that was like the around the time he's like became like openly atheist. I don't know I don't know how mm. long before that he was like didn't believe in God or whatever, but. Well, okay, um, so, so, so Awaken came out 2012. Was that before yeah. or after the, the... Before. Okay, all right. It was in, I think, 20... I think, okay, I might have it wrong. I, he, he, um, it happened in 2013, and he got sentenced in 2014. Um, he ended up going to prison for, like, two years out of a six-year sentence for, so, like, good behavior. Well, good or whatever. So, so we should, uh, we should, yeah, maybe for people who are yeah. not familiar with this bizarre subculture that we're talking about... Um, so, so Tim from uh, from as I lay dying mm-hmm. um, in 2013 was arrested because he tried to um, hire a hitman to kill his wife. Yes. Um, yeah, which shook like if you were in the Christian music world, that mm-hmm. fucking well, especially because yeah. like the year before he releases an album about how his faith he's lost his faith, and then the year after he tries to kill his wife, yeah. and just like <laughs> it, it definitely like shook. Everything. Proving every evangelical mom correct about <laughs> yeah. what happens when you stop believing in Jesus. Yep. Just like <laughs> just a perfect um just a perfect uh stereotype. But he um um yeah, he was like really roided up. Like he was he got if, if you've seen like pictures around that time, he got really swole. Like he was like really into benching, you know, he um I guess he was like in the process of getting divorced from his wife because like she um, was like he's a neglectful he's a neglectful father and he's going to Florida to fuck his uh, girlfriend or whatever, and so he We've was all like, been there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So he was like doing a lot of roids and like benching a lot and um, yeah. She she was like I guess she was going. It was like a thing where they were like in a, a custody battle for the kids and oh, okay. he yeah he got. Um, he tried to hire a guy to whack his wife, but the guy was like an undercover cop. Yeah, that was he the actually part of the story used, I didn't realize used... until I started. I was looking that up today. <laughs> I didn't realize that he he solicited an undercover cop. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, yeah. He also, that guy he could neglect gym. his kids on his terms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy yeah, he um, yeah um, and apparently according according to the guys like when he was like on trial, whatever he had like, um, 
history of like being kind of like narcissistic and like kind of like sociopathic or whatever, which what? I don't know no. if like what, what? Yeah. The guy that it, tried to kill his wife. <laughs> yeah. Is like full um, of roids and spending his whole yeah. day at the gym. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> yeah. He, um, uh, what was it? He, he, um, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Oh, um, so sorry. yeah. The dude's, the dude's a bad, he's a bad dude, right? He's manipulative. He, 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 when he was like sentenced, he did like a blog post. Like, I guess like, uh, the guitarist Nick Hippa had like really bad. Actually, is that his name? I don't remember if that's exactly how you say his name. Um, he's the, uh, long haired guy, the oh, guy yeah. who played guitars. He like, they had like, um, he, um, blasted him cause like, Tim did like a apology post, which was basically just like one big like apology where he was like just justifying everything he did, oh. and like everyone that Sorry, was like, oh, fuck, kill my fuck wife. you, dude!" Like, because he was just trying to like say like, "Oh, you know, it was oh, it was like you know, it was the whole thing with my faith. I was struggling with my faith. I was like, I didn't know what to do with my life. Oh, I was on <laughs> yeah. roids, you well, know. It, I didn't really I relate mean it. to that because you know, I, I lost my faith at nineteen, and then I and then I murdered my wife. So so I understand. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> who who amongst us has not? <laughs> We've all been there. We've all been there. Yeah. So that was like. Yeah. I don't know that that like hit me really hard when that happened. Like that was, oh, of course, I don't know. That was a big bummer, and yeah. um, yeah. And then I guess recently, like the band got he, he got out of prison. The band got back together though with like the original lineup. Like all the guys yeah. were like, because I thought I thought I that they were understand. what? Yeah, I thought that they the, were like the weird part of the story. <laughs> I thought that they like so originally when uh, Tim was like, "I'm bringing back as they dying." I was like, "Oh." There's like new guys or whatever, but then later it just was like we're doing a, a new show with like all the the original lineup, and I'm like, what the fuck? What's wrong with you people? What's going on here? And and to yeah, my understanding, t- Tim actually did try to. I don't know what's legit. He's you know of of anything he says anymore, but I think he tried to like say he was coming. He came back to the faith. Yeah. Too. While he yeah, was in I mean, prison, and maybe that's maybe that's true. Maybe, maybe like you know whatever mm. but it's really hard to believe with the amount of money on you know uh, the amount of money you're making as a christian artist I, it's hard for mm-hmm. me to believe that was legitimate but whatever so, right. yeah i mean they weren't even like christian artists anymore though like they, they already yeah. did like their whole like going mainstream thing yeah. i i don't know if i should say it that cynically no. they, they they did have like i think he did like <clears throat> sincerely have a crisis of faith or whatever and like did like leave oh, his faith sure. behind um and um i don't know man i just it's just like it just sucks like yeah oh my god do you, he also sued he sued the jail for hmm. not giving him the drugs he was prescribed i didn't that's interesting mm-hmm. huh. i not know about that yeah good he's behavior used, my he's... ass <laughs> it was it was drugs for his um roid like keep him from like um, going through roid withdrawal oh um, he apparently started, he was uh... saying he's Growing tits in prison, nice juicy rack <laughs> in prison because of the royal patrol. You'll get that. Holy shit! Jumbo. Oh my god! <laughs> and what an interesting These fucking cannons. Interesting guy. Yeah, I this was is actually listening to. This is because this is what happens when you name your band after a book you haven't read. I <laughs> should have read. I don't it. know if they. I don't know if they've actually read the Faulkner book, but yeah. I think that's, I think I heard something about them not actually like 
being familiar with the book to read after. But um, yeah, I was listening to. It's actually funny because I was listening to um their uh, first album today, uh, Frail Words, Frail Words Collapse, and um, mm-hmm. it's pretty tight. It's pretty sick. And they were super heavy. Like um, I don't know. And it was like actually like really like explicitly Christian. Hmm. And he was like a big evangelical guy. Uh, you know that they um. Do you know that um, Tim Lambesis was really into like, I don't know if you've ever read his blog back around the time that they were doing like, um, no, like Shadow no, Security or whatever. He was like really into like the emergent church and like Shane Claiborne and shit. Oh, Like progressive evangelicalism and stuff. What the hell? Yeah, dude. Oh, so he, wait, so he was ex-evangelical. Yeah. Bef- and then he, when he, he, he killed his wife when he went ex-ex-evangelical. Well, he didn't actually. Okay, no, so no, he yeah. Didn't he, actually, he, he, yeah, no, he didn't. He didn't sorry. Offer, Attempted but. to. Yeah, yeah. He gave a thousand dollars to a cop and went to jail. That's that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> what a dumbass! He's so dumb. It's so funny. I like just some random guy you meet at the gym. And the guy's like, "Hey, hey you want to kill your wife?" And he's like, <laughs> "Yeah, here's three thousand, three thousand dollars." It's like it really, it's really like it so really dumb. sounds like like a season of Fargo. It, like, yeah, it is a. It is a Fargo-ass, uh, thing, story. Yeah, somebody should make, like, a nice Coen Brothers-esque movie, but about, uh, Tim. Tim. Jesus. Well, we actually never really went into like the big four. I think we talked about Esley okay. dying. We haven't really talked about the other uh, thing. I because it was like um in Revolver Mag they did like a cover story, which is like they did interviews with like the four like biggest mm-hmm. Christian metal bands, and it was um Esley dying, uh, Norma Jean. Under Oath and what was the other one? Demon Hunter. Demon Hunter. So we could talk about those four bands mm-hmm. like a bit because we think I think yeah. we covered as they dying pretty much. Like that's everything I wanted to say about them. Yeah. Um, yeah. But one yeah, thing like, I'll say about yeah. One thing I'll say about Demon Hunter is that they're bad. That's it. Yeah. Uh, and really then the other them. two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, the, the one guy I knew who was really into Demon Hunter was was Francis on Twitter. You know, yeah. he was I actually really just talked to him. Demon Hunter. Yeah. Yeah, He's I just talked really to him before coming on. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good he's a good dude. Um we're recording right now, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sure. Uh <laughs> I love that, Jared. Yeah, sure, why not? Uh, <laughs> That's kind of the attitude of the whole show. Right? <laughs> um uh one band that I was I was listening to a lot recently was um Ryan Clark from Demon Hunter. Before he was in Demon Hunter, he was in a band that I really, really like that not a lot of people know about called uh, Training for Utopia, which oh, if you're yeah. like into the chariot, you probably really like them. Um, they have like, I think only two records. And like the first record is called a uh, Plastic Soul Impalement. And it's it's um it's like cool. Like the music's cool. Like the lyrics are really like preachy and really like in your face and like very like confrontational. Because, yeah. you know, you're, like, you're, it's kind of in the start of, like, the whole, like, 
underground Christian hardcore scene. It's like in the nineties and like not a lot of bands in the scene, like people in the scene don't take you seriously because you're a Christian band and like that's lame. Right, or right. Whatever. And so, I mean, I don't think that they think that, but, uh, but <laughs> so like, so their first album, um, plastic soul impalements, like this really, really intense, like heavy, chaotic, like hardcore album. But like, the lyrics are very like um, confrontational, like in your face and like angry and like preaching shit. Hmm. And then they put out this other album, like the second album they put out is like the complete opposite. It's called um, Throwing a Wrench in the American Music Machine, which is on Spotify. Mm -hmm. I really recommend like listening to it because it's like this really silly, really funny album. It has it's kind of like industrial stuff. It has like a lot of like these like weird electronic, hmm. like looping drum beats over top of like hmm. kind of like spazzy, like metalcore and then the lyrics are just like really like dumb like there's one song called new york city is overrated where the whole song is ryan clark just yelling about a guy who stiffed him at a show he played in new york city for two hundred dollars <laughs> he's like <laughs> this is the whole song is like talking about That's playing great. a show and only getting 200 bucks <laughs> which That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it was was he it, well, how did they connect to uh, to Demon Hunter? Because that was what you were saying. Oh, it's a Clark brother. So Ryan, oh, okay. what's, his, what's his brother's name? Ryan Clark is a vocalist, and then his brother Don, is it Don? Yeah, Don Clark was the uh, guitarist. Mm. So they're the same. Like, um, I think they're both still. Uh, Ryan Clark's still a vocalist for Demon Hunter, but I feel like um, that band's cool just because like. I feel like it's what Demon Hunter should be. Like Demon Hunter's first album's like pretty heavy, but I think it goes much more in like a melodic direction and much more like structured. And yeah, I don't know. I kind of think that that kind of like chaotic style is like a little bit more interesting to me. Like I'm I'm kind of inter interested in like weird stuff like that. So yeah, I don't know. Same. That's how it connects. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay, so that's so so okay. Okay, we put a pig check mark next to Demon Hunter. Put a check mark <laughs> next to Demon Hunter. Uh. Demon Hunter, bad. Cross it off. Listen to Training cross for Utopia. Off. That's my that's my stance. I, uh, I do, the, wait, wait, the Demon Hunter, though. I would say the Demon Hunter logo rules. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> so like it a skull cool. of a demon with a with a bullet oh. hole in its forehead. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> it's so. I mean, that's that is like the first Christian metal album I ever bought. So I mean, it yeah. does have kind of a place in my heart, but at the same time, though, I can't really go back and like listen to it it doesn't really connect with me anymore but yeah same. it does rule that they just kept putting the same like album art yeah and every over album and over again like every <laughs> single album is yeah, like it's just different colors the same logo, different like, textures the yeah only, the only album i ever really listened to of theirs was uh storm the gates of hell oh that's uh, the one i hated yeah. i i hated the album so much <laughs> that's the album that made me that's the album that made me um not like the band because there's like some song that's there that like Hold on a second. I gotta get another drink of water. <sighs> My mouth is all dry. Um, there was a song on there that was like all like um, had this weird like falsetto singing on it. Ooh, you know what I'm talking about? Like this, this weird nope. like it. I have to look, listen to it again. I don't know. Hmm. I just no, remember no, no, not liking that album. Huh. No, I don't remember it very well at all because I, yeah. I was not I was not listening to that much at the time. Yeah, I think. I think as I was, what was it? I think I was 17 at the time, and like there was like a lot more singing on that album. Oh yeah. And I was yeah. just like, I don't mm -hmm. like this because I'm I'm a hardcore kid. I'm I'm into heavy stuff. Right. 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 Whatever. Okay. Uh, so then, what was it? Norman? We got Norma Jean, and we got Under Oath left. All right. 
What's the take? What's the take? Um, Under Oath's really good. Yeah, I... I you ever listen to their... Under Oath's I interesting never got into like, them. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, what was, what's your beef with them? Yeah. No beef, just... Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Under Oath, I don't know if they were... That, that whole, like, um, sing-scream style, like, that kind of, like, singy, like, yeah. choruses and, like, screaming style, I think they really, like, pioneered... Like that was huge yeah. in like the mm-hmm. early two thousands, like two thousand eight yeah. era. Because well, it was it was music. merging like hardcore and metal with emo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, dude. Um, but you know they used to be a death metal band. You ever listen to, like their old old stuff? Yeah, yeah. They were huh. they were much heavier in the old days. Yeah, yeah. I I, I tried listening to like the, some of their old stuff, and like there was like mm-hmm. every track was eleven minutes long, and I'm like. I ain't listening to that shit, dude. <laughs> I can't get into this. This is too much. I don't have time this is, for this. This is a bit much. Yeah. yeah. Which is so yeah. funny because by the time, yeah, they reach like they're only chasing safety and onward, they get into like, you know, almost being pop punk at times. It's it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah only chasing safety. That's that's a that's a pretty good album. My favorite yeah. album is probably the Changing of Times because I think Changing of Times. Yeah. Um, it still had the old vocalist Dallas Taylor. Um, yeah. Who went on to start a band called Mailing and the Sons of Disaster. Oh, which is so yeah, they're good. I like Yeah, I they're like so Mailing. good. But yeah, um but yeah, so he it was it was him on the vocals and the the it was like the first album that in, no no no, it wasn't the first album that introduced um, electronic stuff, but it had a lot more like like melodic, like electronic stuff and like yeah, yeah. a lot more like singing and stuff and like more structured. Mm. So it was kind of like the first step in like the poppy direction, but then there's mm. also like some really heavy like old school like under oath death metal songs on there as well which kind of like balanced it out yeah, so yeah. that's my favorite under oath album um and then all the other albums after that i kind of like less like each mm. one like i like to find the great line fine but i didn't really like anything after that that much but i, yeah. I actually really liked disambiguation i i thought it was pretty good yeah yeah um, um that was after um Aaron left, right? Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of so, what it's like. It got weird because the guy, you know, for those who don't know, Aaron was the guy who did like the pop punk kind of vocals, and so when he left, yeah. you got like the guy who did the screaming also had to do vocals, like like the clean singing vocals, mm. and it just had like a very different feel to it, and I, I liked yeah. it. But... I think his clean vocals are actually pretty good. I think they are too. They're not bad. They're... Yeah, I I think uh mentioning Maylene and the Sons of Disaster is interesting because like. They're kind of an interesting band because they got into like this like like heavy southern rock is like kind of the feel <laughs> they had. It was it was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Under oath, good stuff. Yeah, it's a good band. Um, a lot of people will say like, "Oh, Under Oath, you know, that's not real metal. That's not real screamo." But it's like, shut the mm-hmm. fuck up. It's so good. <laughs> you can't listen. You can't listen to uh, you know, up against the wall, up against the wall. Yeah. Like that song you can't yeah. listen to that song and think oh this shit slaps like you want to you know it's a good song yeah, yeah. right yeah um yeah and then let's see norma jean norma jean like for me they're so good dude they're I, my favorite i love band. I, I gotta yeah. say right now i yeah, like, this is my favorite band and um norma jean. the norma jean the vote the former vocalists went on to start my second favorite band so that's my two favorite bands right there the chariot I actually Chariot, don't yeah. know Norma Jean. Like I've I've never heard of that band. So oh, Norma Jean was kind of fun for me because that was the one I didn't really listen to in high school, um, mm-hmm. and so that was actually the one I got into more in adulthood. 
Um, mm-hmm. And so I think I, I think I like them more for that reason because they were like, I don't know. I, when I came back to heavier music, um, I was like, oh man, Norma Jean, this is like the good stuff. And and the Chariot was around the same time. I got into both of them mm-hmm. kind of back to back. And yeah, yeah. Oh man. But um, yeah, um, Norma Jean kind of started out. So they they started out sounding like um, like kind of like. You guys listen to um? Are you familiar with like Coalesce, like the uh, bands no. like Converge and like Coalesce, mm-hmm. Botch, like kind of like more like um, kind of more like chaotic metal, like metallic hardcore mm-hmm. or whatever. And like that was like the first album. Like the first album, Bless the Mark, is a child. Um, is like yeah, so heavy. Like the production value is so raw. It's like so in your face. Like, I don't think there's like I don't know. There's not a lot of band. There weren't, weren't a lot of bands at that time. Like they were doing that style. Like you're yeah. you're making like metalcore that was like that raw like yeah. it's not quite like it's not like heavy in the same way like that like death metal or whatever is heavy because there are mm. like bands that are, which are like comparably as heavy but it's kind of like yeah. having a different way where it's just so like dissonant and so like spastic and like you know, yeah so, unpredictable um, like it's more unpredictable, yeah, yeah yeah they'll put they'll just do like a 15 minute song right in the middle of the album yeah yeah <laughs> Well, I you mean, know, well, like the, like the they're they're big. Like Norma's Norma Jean's like one of their their biggest song is "Memphis Will Be Laid to Waste," and it has yeah. the guy from Me Without You just start yeah. doing a spoken word bit in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's dude. Really, yeah, it's a great yeah, song, um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, they're uh, yeah, that album rules because um, and then I guess they changed vocalists, and then it has um, uh, Corey. Mm. Corey came on as vocalist. And they did an album called um, they did the, Oh God, the Aftermath, which is very different. Like it has kind of a different sound, but it is like kind of like the template for like what Norma Jean turned into. Cause yeah, like um, it kind of introduced a little bit more, like um, more like not that much singing redeemer yeah. added like the most singing. like redeemer is probably my favorite Norma Jean album. Cause I think it's the best um, mix between their old, like hardcore style or mm. like metalcore style and like their later, like, more like hard rock kind of like um yeah you know um uh, the so like a lot of like singing and stuff yeah yeah i love yeah, the mother like, yeah um <clears throat> but um yeah i guess normally is like one of those few bands that because i think a lot of bands um who play like metalcore over time like they get kind of like they kind of mellow out or they kind of turn more into like radio rock you know yeah. And I think Norma Jean was able, like, one of the few bands I think is able to pull that off. Yeah. Like, I really love, like, the newest album, um, All Hail, is so good. Yeah. And it's it's just, like, a lot of songs are just straight rock, you know? And it's like, oh, I mean, it sounds like Norma Jean. Like, it's different, but it's the same at the same time. Like, they're yeah. able to take yeah. the formula and change it enough where you can still tell it's a Norma Jean album, but it's also, like, you know, it's new as well. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. Yeah. That's good stuff. Before Norma Jean, um, Corey played in uh, Living Sacrifice. He played guitar. Oh, yeah. 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 You ever listen to them? No, I have not. You mentioned them oh, briefly, though. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're like, I think that's kind of like, um, I don't know. They they kind of did like the metalcore style before like anyone else, I think. Yeah. Don't quote me on that. But I think I'm pretty sure like they kind of like were like one of the first Christian like metal bands because they started out as like a thrash metal band. And they moved into like the more like the metalcore uh, style, but yeah, they're yeah, yeah. they're really tight. Um, they're still around, actually. I saw them. Um, really? What was it? Yeah, they came. They they've been around for like what thirty years. They did a um, reunion tour, like I think in twenty. I want to say twenty ten. I don't know. I saw them play 
and they 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 rock so hard. They're so good. Nice. But yeah, Corey played guitar in Living Sacrifice, and then he left um, and was the vocalist in Norma Jean after Josh yeah. Gardner left. Yeah, that's kind of what's interesting about a lot of these this Christian a lot of the Christian heavier music is it's it's kind of like incestuous but that sounds mm -hmm. like a gross way of putting that but you, you know what i mean they're just like all the members like belonged to other bands at some yeah. point and stuff yeah it's mm -hmm. so um do you want to talk about the chariot yeah we could talk about them and then i think we can move on to end segments does that sound good yeah cool all my um all my caffeine i had earlier is starting to wear off so gonna, <laughs> it's sun's going down i'm starting to sun down starting to go into old man mode sleepy time <laughs> but um yeah the chariot though um i saw them like 12 times between the years oh, of like 20 yeah. shit what was it between um between um the album long live and mm. then their final album so yeah. i think that's like three year a three-year period i saw them like 12 times because they had like an insane touring schedule like they would come to like the Pennsylvania, like um, Philadelphia and uh, Westchester area, Lancaster mm. area, like once every like three months. So I would always go to see them whenever they came into town. Yeah, yeah. And uh, me and my me and my other uh, friends would just likely bother them after the show. Like, ah, hey, remember <laughs> us? Hey, our, hey, you're our buddy. Kind of a parasocial thing. Hey, you're our buddy, right? Hey, Want to sign my CD? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, um, one of the guys, I think it was um, uh, one of the guys, um, he he signed my um, my copy of uh, Wars and Rumors of Wars, but he wrote like the cool S on it. Oh yeah. I think it was oh, I think God. it was Stevens. <laughs> not sure. He wrote the cool S. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's how he signed his signed his name. Um, but uh, yeah. So I saw him quite a few times. Um, and um. I actually saw them on their uh, final tour when they were like breaking up because yeah. they broke up right after they did their last album, One Wing, mm -hmm. which um, is kind of like, I guess, um, I guess was, that was kind of like their, the, the one album they did that I didn't really vibe with that much because it was very like arty. Like there was a lot of like, if you listen to it, Josiah. No, I have no. Wait, wait, what, what, which album? Sorry. One Wing. The final oh, yeah. Oh, album. yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, absolutely. Forget is one of my favorite Chariot songs. Yeah. Yeah, they have some bangers on there, but um, mm. the album had like I don't know. I I um I didn't like it as much as like the previous records, just because there was so much like weird stuff. Yeah. That, which I think is to their credit and to their detriment. Like they were just like, let's just throw everything in this last album. Like let's just have a, yeah. have a have a ball with it. Yeah, they but, definitely um, did that. Yeah. Um, but so I guess the story I want to tell you about the chariot was that um, we saw them. I saw I saw them on the. Uh, Do you ever listen to Haste today? Yeah. 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 Yeah, um, not, not a lot, but a little bit, yeah. Yeah, well, there was a band, the band Haste the Day. They were having their, like, farewell tour. Yeah. And um, me and uh, my friend um, Steve, Matthew, uh, and Jonathan, and um, another friend uh, whose name I don't remember. It was, it was Jonathan's friend. He, We went to see them at the First Unitarian Church in Philadelphia. Um, mm. Like, the First Unitarian Church does, like, a lot of hardcore shows in, like, the basement. Oh, like, weird. Whatever. Hmm. Um, like there's like, um, like a lot of like floor shows, like the stage is like a, like a foot off the ground. So you're kind of like on the same level as the band playing. Yeah. And so we went to see, um, the, the chariot play. Well, I went to see the chariot. The other guys went to see haste today. Cause like it was their final tour. But at that mm. point it was like, eh, who cares? 
Um, and uh, there was also, I think it was My Children, My Bride and uh, A Plea for Purging, who are both mm. pretty good bands playing. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah. A Plea for Purging is, is awesome. I would recommend listening to them. Um, but I saw the, the Chariot used to do this thing where um, on one of their songs, I think it was, um, it was off the Fiance. That has the one song that ends with that really long, like, um, that really long, uh, like, good guitar outro, like, yeah, that, yeah. and then it goes into like the church choir singing, like, yeah, yeah. that song, yeah, yeah, I'm talking about, I can't remember yeah, I the think, name, I can't, I can't remember it either, but yeah, yeah, um, but they, yeah, so when they were playing that song, like, it was, it would be like the final song of the set, and I saw them do this multiple times where the final song of the set, and they were playing that, like, long, um, that long like uh outro segment they oh, would then, um, then, ca- then came to kill yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. The, yeah. which is my favorite the chariot song um by a long shot uh they were um like they would deconstruct their like setup as the song was playing so like they would like start taking things down as like the guy was playing and they would do this thing where they were just like just like because they were like such a crazy like chaotic live band they uh they would do this thing where they would like throw like instruments into the crowd, like the drums and stuff into the crowd, like take apart the drum set as, um, as like the drummer was playing and throw like drums and stuff. And, um, one of the, like the kick drums, he just like threw it. And my friend, Matt, I guess like Matt made eye contact with him and he thought he was going to catch it, but then Matt wasn't like actually paying attention. So he threw it and just clocked my friend Matt <laughs> right in the head. Nice. Just put a huge fucking gash right in his head. Oh my god! <laughs> and he had to go to like the hospital, and we didn't realize that happened until um, until like a couple, um, like like a couple like I think like the next band was playing, mm. like, like the next band was playing, and we didn't realize like we were like, Wait, where's Matt? And he, he didn't realize he was taken to the hospital, or whatever. So we we had to like, and it was like it was like Matt's car. Like Matt had mm-hmm. driven us, so we we had to get his car back. But Matt, we didn't have like ID and shit to get his car back to go to the hospital to pick him up, and um, oh it was just like a nightmare. And oh uh, man, and then um, uh, we got him, and we I guess my friend John was like pissed that like we missed Hasted Day's final show, or whatever, because he's like, right. he's like, come on, John, we gotta go to the hospital. We gotta get Matthew. We gotta go find him. And like, he's like, no, well, why do I have to come with you? Which I don't know, um, but. <laughs> <laughs> so well yeah he was yeah he he um he was pissed yeah so we got we got matt's car and we got him and then we we took him home and my mom was just giving me like so much shit she's like what kind of shows are you going to what kind of people try-? i'm like it's, a, it wasn't a, it's just a performance thing they're not trying to actually hurt people it's just like a bit that they do or whatever so yeah. they actually stopped doing that after that they actually stopped throwing stuff in the audience after that <laughs> that show happened and um yeah it's it's funny because they um the one guy i guess the one guy hit up matt and he's like okay anytime we come to town uh you're gonna be on the guest list you're gonna be able to get into our shows for free i think it and it just never happened (laughs) and it's never materialized (laughs) we just never got jack shit from it what the Uh, hell (laughs) i guess i think he it was a thing where he like made a promise that he actually couldn't keep like like the guest lists or whatever like he couldn't like guarantee that he would actually have a spot in like the guest list for Matt or whatever. So, mm-hmm. like nothing ever came of that. Although Matt did get like a couple like free shirts and shit, but <laughs> no, that's yeah. worth it. There you go. Yeah, 
get some free merch. I think you get to be the guy that you know, the guy that's the reason they stopped doing that. So there's that's yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah, he's got a. He, I think he still has a scar on his forehead. <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, check this the, the scar out from going to see the chariot. It's like, oh look. Jared, have you ever have you ever seen videos of the chariots live before? I Do have. you like know of yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, I was I, just I, wondering I if them. you <laughs> I think this is very timely coming out coming out uh around this the same time as Phoebe Bridgers uh meltdown yeah, yeah. on stage where she smashed a guitar, wastefully oh, yeah. smashed a guitar <laughs> <laughs> on SNL. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. <laughs> I have avoided that discourse. <laughs> I, I just, yeah, I, I just saw it a bit ago, and I was, I'm baffled, absolutely baffled about people complaining about that. Uh, but not to dive into that. Um, do we want to? Do we want to move on into into our end segments end Our first end segment, James, as I'm sure you may be aware, is we have our guests do a Patreon ad for us. Okay. How <laughs> right. much is the talk here? Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you want to yeah, do, give yeah. us an ad. Give us tell tell, tell okay. the people why they should give us money. Are you going to do like the ad, um, the ad, like music over top of it? Yeah, of course. Except I actually it's downloaded be a bunch Christian of... Metal. I downloaded a bunch yeah. of new music, so it might be a new song, but yeah. A bunch mm -hmm. of new royalty-free stuff. Oh, shit. Okay. Um. Hey, everybody. Are you tired of paying money and getting things in return? Would you like to pay money and get absolutely nothing in return? <laughs> Subscribe to Very Legal, Very Cool Patreon, where you'll get whatever bullshit they claim is worth your $10 a month. I don't know. I don't look at podcast Patreons. Uh, for $5 a month, um, Josiah will uh, fly to your house and personally give you uh, a goodnight smooch right on your forehead. That's right. I for $10 a month, I'll come to your house and give you a, a goodnight smooch right on your forehead. Right um, on the forehead. For $15 a month, um, I'll just move in. I'll just move in. I'll get, I'll read you bedtime stories every night. <laughs> there we go. Uh, that's that's the James Eric guarantee. The James uh, Eric. TM. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Love it. Um, let's see. We do not have any new things on iTunes. We have mm -hmm. gotten no emails. What the hell, people? But we did get. Uh, we got a nice message from Zach. Yeah. Zach sent us a message that said. And I promise this is real. Um, people do say nice things about us. This podcast fucking rocks. I was raised Catholic in Northwest Iowa, and it's pretty conservative Christians up there. And I'd heard of or experienced through friends there some of the stuff you guys talk about. It's hilarious. Uh, well, thank you. And you know what, Zach? You're right. It is hilarious. We're very funny and very relatable to many people in our demographic. So thank you for confirming that. Uh, that's good. That's good. Um, 
Yeah, which brings us on to, did we get a bunch of new Patreon subscribers? Uh, we got like one okay. last I saw. Okay. So, so yeah, speaking of Patreon and all that stuff. Unless we, we got, got another. A, well, you sent me a picture of like us making more money than I thought we made. So yeah, no, we got, we got one more. Um, okay. We have seven Patreon, uh, Patreon subscribers Patrons. now, but yeah, Kyle, uh, Kyle, Kyle recently. Is he, is he got a, or are, are they, uh, yes, there is a, Kyle did send us a message and there is a Twitter. <clears throat> uh, yeah. So Kyle says first time, long time. I got jealous of other patrons, patrons who were getting roasted on the show. So I decided to chip in MMA Marxian on Twitter. Oh, Hey, <laughs> it's that Kyle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hi Kyle. Okay. Hey, Kyle. Yeah, it's goddamn America. Hey, Kyle. That's in the Bible, Kyle. Yeah, that's in the Bible. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we've got a we've got two ten tier uh, patrons um, that I'm sending Twitter ads for now. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them being Kyle, and then one of them is our is Skim Dragons, who very very funny. I'm not gonna say where they work, but um, my girlfriend Kelly started working with Nate Teeson. And Skim Dragons knows Nate Teeson from work. And so out of nowhere, Kelly texted me and she's like, I just met someone who listens to your podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's that's the first knock. Skim Dragons has been reduced to somebody who listens to Very Legal, Very Cool. How would you like it for that to be like a defining trait? Um. MMA Marxian listens or watches MMA, and I think that that's kind of damning enough, um, <laughs> enough to put it in the name. Um, lots of lots of King of the Hill shit, uh, and uh, well, he he's proud. All the memes that he likes fu- uh, suck. So <laughs> he he proudly likes uh, uh, he proudly identifies as a coastal elite, which you know that's that's not good. That's Don't probably be the that. best thing about him. What the fuck? <laughs> I forgot you're a lib. Uh, I'm a I'm a central elite. Thank you very much. A central elite, a Midwest elite. You know, it's a it's an up and coming kind of elite. We're we're not quite there yet, but we're working on it. Uh, see, since we're shitting on Kyle, one time he said uh, uh, non-trinitarians can be okay, and I, I don't like that. So, <laughs> I I'd, I'd like to. To just jump back in and, and reiterate every single meme that he likes sucks. I don't yeah. It's like either too weird, deep fried kind of shit, or like kind of ironically rage face stuff. Or it's MMA related. Yeah, well yeah. And that one of the the black guy whipping white guys in a cotton field. That's a good that one's good. Though. That's a good one, but that one's good. <laughs> And one of Kermit the Frog that just says, if you hate me, then kill me or shut the fuck up. That's good. That is pretty good. But those two aside, um, you know, he now this is pretty good, too. He posted a picture of himself and he's holding a Miller High Life, which, of course, you know, uh, the 40 of Miller High Life, which win right there. But side note, he looks like shit and he looks exactly like you would expect him to look. So there's that. Um, Uh, so he posted something that just says, what color am I? Yikes, right? Um, 
<laughs> Man, you're going harder than usual. Ah, <laughs> uh, let's see. It looks like he knows how to read, and he wants everyone to know. Oh, okay, you read books. Ooh. What's uh? Let's go back here. What what uh? Skim Dragon's done anything new that we can make fun of here? Something new and problematic. Yeah, we've been we've been telling her she needs to post something racist or something. <laughs> so we have something we to make should, fun of. We should start a rumor. Yeah. Yep. It, do you guys know that at Skim Dragon underscore Dragons is is racist? Mm -hmm. I heard that. Yeah, I heard that too. Actually, I think James told me that. James did say that. James was saying that. <laughs> um yes i know who that is and they are in fact racist they are mm -hmm. they're racist skim yes. dragons racist yes <laughs> exposed which brings uh, us to <laughs> twitter news <laughs> Welcome to Twitter News. I got some tweets. Here's the first one. Uh, it's a reply. <sighs> that one was good. That one was real good. Um, we don't have to get into what she's replying to. It's it's a fan. It's a fan of of Kamala Harris, uh, and and at at uh, Glenda Blue, and she says, "Love Kamala being there, but." I, oh, oh, so you know what? Maybe I do need to give context. The person above the the, the post she's replying to uses the phrase "y'all" at one point, and then at Glenda Blue says, "Love Kamala being there, but I will never use the Confederate word for you all." <laughs> Which, so raised in the South, right here. What? <laughs> it's it's that's a racist phrase. <laughs> Uh, not a lot to not a lot to unpack there, but it that there's been a growing trend on Twitter of things that are just like entirely just at a loss when I read it like that that doesn't make any sense, right? You're you're trying to find problems that not only don't exist but have never existed. <laughs> yeah, just canceling. Yeah, the South. <laughs> uh yeah twitter's good uh great website great website next next tweet i got for you comes from bagel bites and i don't want to get into chrissy Teigen's whole thing that happened where everyone was dunking on chrissy Teigen, but she she said something dumb and rich and everybody was making fun of her and then she was trending and she you know, she posted a screenshot of her trending and said wow this is you know oh, well worst nightmare and Bagel Bites, yes, Bagel Bites, said, hey, you got this. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 that's that one. Uh, let's see what else we got here. What's Kathy Graphics been up to? Oh, yeah. What? Oh, man. Have we not talked? That's the other thing. <laughs> that's, that's James's other thing. I haven't simped for her recently. I know. Yeah, James. James Here's your chance. Gonna, she's gotten, a, get... I don't know, since ever since Trump got off Twitter and all out of the White House, she's been uh, 
a lot less interesting in my opinion. I don't know yeah, what she, she doesn't have anything to work. Doesn't with have the anymore. doesn't have the spark anymore. Yeah. Which is, uh, I'll have you guys know that I, I am currently missing the Super Bowl for this. Oh yeah, did the Super Bowl start? It starts in oh, one minute. Sports balls on. So, oh uh, yeah. Ooh, gonna one, miss your sports one. ball. <laughs> I'm gonna ass, miss. Yes. I'm gonna miss some sports ball and some sports yeah. ball. Uh, yeah, well, okay, we could rush through these. I, Twitter mo- most now. importantly, I'm going to miss the buffalo chicken dip we made. Oh, okay, so we're gonna go quick here. Uh, Thank here, you. I got this. Now you I got understand. This. I got this. Uh, is from Twitter, but it's actually just a screenshot from the the Sunday Times, uh, and it says "Tiny Chameleon Discovered with Large Penis." <laughs> nice. And and I just liked that. That's. Funny. I also yeah, that's I also liked the tweet then the person had made. With that, where they said, in other news, biologists fired for using his penis to search for tiny chameleon. And I thought that was funny. All right. Up next, submitted by Emily Rose. Ooh. When black women attack white feminism, they are forgetting who made it for them to have rights as women, and they are racist. So there. What? There you go. <laughs> what? White women gave black women rights. <laughs> Obviously. Now, now, we all know that ultimately it was white men who gave everyone rights. So <laughs> let's at least give credit where credit's due. <laughs> We're the ones that said, all right, that's okay. I guess you have a point. So like, that feeling when you woke yourself into using like alt right talking points. Holy love, shit. When, when you woke yourself back into racism. <laughs> I love oh my god. You, you accidentally reinvent segregation by being woke. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that's Honestly, that's been that's been Oh, well, yeah, say say something. I'm trying No, to it's just going to be really simple. racist. All right. <laughs> I'm trying to finish this up so you can watch the Super Bowl. I'm missing the buffalo chicken dip. All right, plugs, and then we're done. Uh, Jared, do you want to plug? Yeah, I'd like to plug. um, I would like to plug giving James uh, a bedtime story, tucking him in, and just giving him a big old smooch on the forehead every night. That's right. <laughs> uh, shit. I shit. highly recommend it. It's way better if you do it naked, as that I've sounds, been doing. That sounds good. Fully uh, erect, but not. But just reiterate, it's not gay. No, obviously it's not. But <laughs> it's it not, would be okay if it was. It would be fine. That would be care. fine. But but if to it be hundred percent clear, it's yeah, not. It's it is not, not gay. Right. Um, you know, the, it's just me naked, mm-hmm. hard on uh-huh. James in bed, yep. mm-hmm. me tucking him in, mm-hmm. reading a bedtime story. And again, yep. fully erect, giving him gay. a big old smooch, <laughs> not gay, big old smooch. That's a good one. Um, I'm going to plug uh, the uh, I've been watching some like 1950s sci-fi movies 
I plug the incredible shrinking man, which I, <laughs> I, is so much better than you would think it is. I, I was like, I've been watching it's got that incredible in the name. The first one I watched was tarantula and that was what I was expecting. Cause it is just, Oh, we injected a tarantula with steroids and now it's the size of a building. Like, you know, it is about what I expected. They napalm it. It's over. But then mm. I got to like some more Jack Arnold stuff and the incredible shrinking man. And suddenly it was like, kind of really good actually i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i was like really getting into him so i've i've been enjoying that yeah nice, uh, nice james you got anything to plug uh yeah um you can follow me on twitter at cigarette underscore liker um mm -hmm. and also check out my album it's on spotify it's called we were kids <laughs> under the name josiah w sutton <laughs> oh, thank Brand you. New Dude, album. you would not believe it all by myself it's you not believe good. it. I actually came out with an album recently as well um, with a similar uh -huh. title. It's called We Were Kids. It's got a picture of me and uh, Josiah's little brother, Caleb. And um, nice. it's written under my pseudonym, Josiah Sutton. And uh, I've, I've posted it to oh, my page. Shit. Josiah Sutton does music. Uh -oh. <laughs> oh. oh, man, dude. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so those Same are wavelength. Two... Yeah. yeah. Those are my two plugs. Yeah. Yeah, it's oh. kind of cool how there's that, that whole like parallel thinking where like two people come up with the same idea. Yeah, well, it's like you were saying earlier, James. You and I are like own. the same person. We're yeah, dude. <laughs> scary identical. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's uncanny. Uh, mm. That picture is actually of me and Leo. Fun fact: that's not Caleb. Right, I was saying that I was Leo and you were Caleb in that scene. Oh, yeah, I see. No, I that see. was a knock I, on you. I thought yeah. you thought Leo was okay. No, no, no. I think well, I look Le more like Leo than Le I look like you. So Leo, I wanted that one. Oh, you wanted the not crying kid. Right. I wanted to be Leo. I see. Le Leo from the from the League of Legends episode, of course. Yes. Yeah. Of, of League of Legends fame. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I, I guess we could wrap it up so you can go have some buffalo. The up, Jared. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Uh, I'm, well, I've missed five minutes of the Super Bowl okay, thus far, okay. uh, and you guys are to blame. How am I going to know what to gossip about at work tomorrow? Oh, that's the true. one you, time you per year that I watch job. Facebook. You, you have, you, yeah, you. I need to, to find this. out who's playing, and I need to find out now. <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening to Very Legal, Very Cool, uh, an episode about uh, moshing to Zayo for Jesus. We didn't even uh, talk about Zayo. <laughs> Dude, okay, this is great. Have fun. Okay, uh, we're gonna we're gonna go. We're gonna go. This is it. We're done. They're so good, dude. I've never heard of them. Yeah, we're yes. I really science, Mike, uh, Rob Bell. Those are my people. Mm -hmm. Those are your people. You love those people. Yeah, they're great. Great. I don't have any yeah. criticisms. You have You're no the criticisms. white Peter Rollins. <laughs> Get it? Because he's Irish. Yes. <laughs> nice. Nice. All right. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm Italian, so I bring a little diversity to this podcast. Yeah. yeah. Much needed diversity. Mm -hmm. All right. Otherwise, it would be just a All bunch right. of white men. So, well, actually, if you, if you go to our Twitter, we actually just got a pass to say a slur from uh, Sean R. Moorhead. Yeah. <laughs>
Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in a um, I'm in a group chat with him. Oh, well, he just said uh that they, you know, he posted something about uh holding left-wing podcasts accountable. I said that please what? don't do that. We're Wait, doing our sh- best and they said that uh they can let it slide. So, uh Wait, Sean Morehead. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't register. I didn't see this interaction. Sean Morehead said that we can use a slur on air. 